0: Welcome to the Pines PandaCast. I'm Anthony Gerhardt, Kenobi Marketing Director, and I'm here joined in Dallas by special guest Dave Moore, Beef Stew. Hey, Anthony, I'm glad to be here. Glad for you to be with us, and joining us from Big Sandy, Texas, is our camp director, John Egan, the big tuna himself.
1: It's a pleasure being with you guys. So happy to be with you this morning.
0: Yep, yep. Well, let's jump right into it. Uh, just to recap on some stuff that's gone on since we last talked. John, you and I, the missionaries and Anne uh, just came from a trip to Kansas, the Catholic Camping Summit. Some of you on social media may have seen a uh, Gaga hype video for the Big Gaga Tournament, and unfortunately, we don't have the best news to report back to you, John.
1: It's unfortunate, but uh, we did not win the tournament, believe it or not. Uh, you're Your team, including Kenobi, Big Tuna, uh, Totus, Strider, amongst many others, just really did not bring our A game. If we brought my son, I think we would be holding the Golden Sea Dragon as we speak, but it's not the case to be in 2017.
0: No, the Golden Sea Dragon now rests in Kansas. But you know what? That gives us the drive and the desire to train and compete for next time, because the next Catholic Camp Summit is going to be up in Wisconsin at Camp Gray.
1: That's right. And, and I'm just going to chalk this last 12 months to a year of upsets. We had a, a political upset that you might have heard about. There was a, a baseball World Series that you know a team that hadn't won in 108 years won. Uh, it, it's, it's just a, an off year for a lot of folks. So I, I'm just going to say we'll get them next year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The fines is apparently not immune to that, but let's go over camp stuff real quick. Uh, session availability. We just had our last early bird discount situation close up and we have over 1400 campers registered for summer 2017 right now, which is insane. Weeks six and seven are, are full. We have other weeks closing in close behind, um, it's exciting. It's, a, it's bittersweet because we're already filling in um wait list right now. So if you haven't signed up and you know that you want to come to camp, I would definitely suggest you go online and register today. A $125, $125 deposit saves your spot. Um, we've, we've got a lot of great stuff planned. We'll be introducing our senior staff via social media pretty soon,
1: uh, getting you guys excited for the summer. It's going to be an amazing summer wonderful you know Uh i i I think there's a lot of families that are excited about it uh there's a lot of families that are are thinking you know what this is this is gonna be the way i want to spend my summer and we don't want anyone to miss out so let's move right on dave we didn't bring you in to listen to us uh, talk about gaga tournament camp
0: we brought you in um you're going to be one of our special guests this summer. How many years is this for you? Is this uh, You started in 2014? This will be year four. This will be year four. So, 13, I guess? Uh, what yeah, year 14. Is it? So, 14, yeah. 15, 16. This is 17. 17, yeah. yeah. 13. Yeah. 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 It's always fun having beef stew at camp. But let's talk a little bit about um, what you've been doing in the off time. You're releasing a new album soon, right? I am.
2: I am. We uh, we have four new songs that we'll be releasing. Right now, it's available on Bandcamp, but will be made available on our website and iTunes um, within the next month. and awesome. We're very excited about that. It's a new sound uh, with a lot of energy, and I feel a lot of that comes from us moving and, um, and changes in life and desiring to seek the Lord. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I get that. And so, uh, podcast listeners, we'll will be sure to update you guys where you can find Dave's new album uh, when that's more publicly available. Like you said, iTunes, I'm sure Amazon and everything else. Um, but this past weekend, you were also um, helping to headline the music for Austin, DC, YC. So how was that experience for you?
2: Yeah, it was incredible. Austin DCYC. um, I guess, what is that event? Yeah, it's the Diocesan Youth Conference for the Diocese of Austin. And one of the things that's really unique and cool about the Diocese of Austin is their desire to bring an experience of both traditional and contemporary elements of praise and liturgy. Um, to, to really make sure that the kids get the full spectrum of what the church offers and uh, one of the things that we really prize about our ministry is the fact that you know on Sunday you might hear me um, playing like a pipe organ at church <laughs> or like directing a at SMU we direct a 12 piece choir and a string quartet um, but then you go to the 635 um, at the Granada Theater and we've got a full band and uh, we were asked to kind of bring that diversity to the Austin Diocesan Youth Conference, and we teamed up with Sarah Kroger and Ricky v- uh, Vasquez and created a, um, a worship collective, so to speak, which is one of the first times it's been done in the mm-hmm. Catholic you know, circles. So we were blessed to be a part of it. It was incredible and a great response
0: from the youth,
2: and uh, hope to— you know, see that take flight in a lot of other places. Yeah, I was
0: there in Waco as well, um, so I got to see some of that, and it was, it was a joy to get to see all play together and see how involved um, all the teens were. It was, a, it was a great, great event. Um, so kind of diving into that, and this is, John, where um, I want kind of your input too, is that when we see like evaluations at camp, one of the, the biggest things that we see as far as uh, what did, what did uh, people, what did the kids, what did the campers enjoy the most uh, was adoration. It was their experience, uh, some of them for the first time um, in front of the Blessed Sacrament, in front of the Lord. And uh, we, we pride ourselves in bringing in some, some great musicians and great talents that come in and help um, enhance that experience and, and, and uh, create an atmosphere of beauty. For that, and um, especially this past year in the Dallas area, I've been seeing a movement towards that kind of experience. um, Just, just in the Metroplex, we have Exalt going uh, going on um, once a month at Prince of Peace in Plano, and then we just started the the 6:35. So, I guess I'll post this to you first, John. Um, What What do you make of that? We have. Uh, parishes that, you know, of course, uh, families belong to a parish. They go to mass there. But these, these experiences exalt the 635 where we're hearing um, great musicians lead praise and worship, um, music during adoration, and speakers give messages. It's extending past the just standard local parish level. Um, what, what do you make of that as, as far as what that movement is, is bringing to an entire diocese
1: or metroplex? Well, I think one of the things that is impactful about the sacraments is that they are, by their very nature, by their definition, sensory. You know, they're they're what you can taste and see and touch and feel and smell. And worship is not different from that. What, what Dave does and, and 635 and, and these great cool movements in, in cities and impacting people is, is not anything new. It's, it's, it's a new voice, yes, but it's taking the, the sensory explosion of what Jesus wants for the church and puts it to a new generation. So that experience where where kids go to a Steubenville conference or or a summer camp or or a a night of worship, like an adore night or something like this, like what what they get out of that is the Lord saying, I want to be intimate with you. I want to be in your senses. I want you to see me and 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 smell what, what, what prayer smells like and uh um you know a taste. Uh, I want to feed you. I want to give you what your needs are. You know, when we, when we fall into sin, it's, it's that we get our senses messed up. Like we, we overeat and we uh, allow our eyes and body to be overstimulated. We, we, we think that, you know, lying is, is going to be worth that because we don't have to face the truth, right? You know, so the exact opposite is, is our relationship with the Lord, that it's it's the right way to use our senses and and adoration. It, it, being in the presence of our Lord in body and blood, soul and divinity, is that explosion and and what He really wants for us. So you combine that with something that really speaks to a generation and our grandparents, our great grandparents. Like Dave said, it was it might have been a different style of music, uh, but but music speaks to us. That's why we, we we want to dance and why why we bop our head in the mu- in the car and all that stuff. Or sing when no one's looking. You know, it's it speaks right to us. When when Dave writes a song, it's his prayer and he wants to share that with people. And and, and when you combine that with the sacrament, what what a beautiful moment of worship it, it, it really is.
0: You know, when we when we get to experience that at camp when we're already at retreat and away from away from the world and getting to kind of reset and see, you know, what we're made for and and wonder at at that and getting to experience that in the middle of the week is something truly special and uh, getting uh, to do that away from camp getting to do that in our normal lives in, in, is, has been something really special for me um, getting to be a part of that. so Dave, um, I wanted like a different perspective like I'm from the perspective of someone that's just in the quote unquote congregation like I, I am there um, completely focused on on um, the Lord completely focused on on my prayer. What is it like for you being part of the um, being part of the experience of putting that together? You're the one, leading the music you're the one helping to guide the the, the movement or the feel of the room um, hmm. how are you able to like produce that but also you know make it a prayer of your own
2: yeah I'll start by saying it is it is at times a burden because uh, one thing that I think we struggle with in the church is uh, a lot of our ministries become so event based that we um, we leave out. Key elements of relationship and intentionality in in the roles that we play, like like the role of Prince of Peace creating a night like that, uh, like Exalt, is very different than the six thirty five mm-hmm. and the role that they play in creating an event for the entire diocese. And so um, it's it's difficult in the sense of like being very intentional why we're doing this, what the call and the mission are on each event. But from my standpoint, as, as I tend to be very hard on myself and, and to really think and think about things that that we're doing, um, it's been great for me to be a part of all these different, you know ministries because what I what I've seen happen in in Dallas, is we've been very intentional as a team in, in praying together, in like the wellness of communication and um, in building communities that will ultimately thrive. And so I've seen that from the parish level, but I've also seen that from the diocesan level. And and when you're in something like that and able to really work in that environment, gosh, it, it, I mean, I was... I was praying very hard at the six thirty-five, and just to see the efforts from all the people, even yourself, Anthony. I mean, you came in clutch, you know, for the six thirty-five, and you know, I mean, I just, I, I just got completely slammed by the spirit of the Lord, and uh, was really inspired. I left revived, and, and and even though I, I, I got to sleep at two thirty in the morning, <laughs> you know, and had to wake up at five thirty in the morning to. Uh, to take band guys to the airport, I still had energy the next day. And it's a testament to, to when we really are intentional about our prayer life and our teams, then, you know,
0: God feeds our souls in our physical body. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And I think that just looking at it from a, a basic level of, of, of course, we have mass on Sundays that, you know, we uh, we make that commitment and whatnot. But a lot of times we get bogged down with school and everything yeah. during the middle of school work all of that during the middle of the week that sometimes we forget to make sure that our cups are filled in the middle of the week. And while some of these things may seem like large time commitments, uh, I know that I myself have, have like sat at home like afterwards, like oh, I just got comfortable Do I really want to go back out and um, right. like try and be out with the public and, and, and stuff again. But in the similar way of, of, of working out or getting another 15,000 steps a day, John Egan, I um, You might not like that uh, idea right when it it happens, but when you go out there and and make that happen, you feel how uh, fulfilled you are and you feel uh, how much your cup is is filled again. And so I know that I'm I'm taking hope in these movements that are happening, whether it's the 635 at the end of the month or um, Exalt in the middle of the month or other initiatives that people in other dioceses and other states I'm sure that are taking part of I'm, I'm taking a lot of hope in in um, the movement of the church that we're reaching out to others and trying to let people know that there's a large community out there that um, that wants to grow in relationship with the Lord and uh, wants to grow with each other. For sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's well said. Anything to add, John? Yeah, I think you know for a lot of our listeners and uh, and even. Me and my family kind of living in an area of the country where we don't have access to that all the time. It's not, um, you know, I'm an hour and a half from Dallas where something like 635 is and, you know, there may or may not be something regular. In, uh, in, in big worship events where where they're gonna come to uh, experience that in a big Dave Moore any Hickman type you know huge worship event I, I think it's important that we we, we just talk we, we talk about the experience of what it's like in in a regular parish you know there's 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 hundreds of people that are coming to the pines that, that live out in rural areas uh and, and, and don't have access to these community building type experiences of worship. That the same sacrament that, you know, they go to a Pines experience, or the Steubenville, or 6:35, or something really cool like you know a worship experience. That same thing is happening every Sunday with your priest, who who may or may not have a, a, a perfect English accent, or or a, 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 you know he's going to speak to exactly what you need to hear right now. That same priest, that same sacrament on the altar is the same one we worship in these that our our, our campers, our families are experiencing that that. Awesome ex, uh, experience of the sacraments every Sunday, and and it's available every day. And and the the truest form is receiving the Eucharist, the Mass. It's the highest form of worship. is, is receiving in body and blood, solely divinity, and and through the the um, you know the 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 Word. Uh, it, it's it's really a. a, a um, beautiful communal way of experiencing it. The higher level of of spirit, um, the more we can say like what what we're bringing to that experience of Sunday Mass. Uh, the more we're going to get out of it. You know, if, if like Anthony was saying, like I'm tired of getting out. Uh, man, I, I I'm 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 dragging coming in there. Uh, I would have, and and that spirit's going to lift them. Like Dave said, great. Uh, if you come in and you're able to say Sunday you know what, I might be dragging a little bit, but I'm going to give this my most. I'm going to give this my absolute best of myself to, to love you, Lord. Uh, you're going to receive more and more from that. I, that's, he's, he's very bountiful in what he gives us uh, back from what we give him.
2: I, I love that, John. That is, that is super important. You know, coming from a smaller town in, in Corpus Christi, You know, we didn't have a lot of these experiences either, you know. And I'll I'll never forget um, a pastor of mine, you know, I I kind of brought my concerns up and how we host events for youth and young adults and just people in the church and where we place our efforts. And and he, he just kind of like slowed me down and was like, you know, Like, worship is our response to the glory of God, but but worship also has to do with the fact that the Lord, you know, paid our debt. and, And we, even if the music isn't good or if it's super well put together, like, we show up, we attend because of who the Lord is and what he's done for us, even if we don't understand the homily or the music is, you know, Bunch of people singing in different keys with cymbals falling on the ground, <laughs> and, the, and 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 we attend. and And one of my favorite hymns we sang it just the other day, and it's like super old by this point. But blessed be your name, you know. It's like you give and you take away. Uh, my heart will choose to say, "Lord, blessed be your name." Like I think it's also important in the church. Like like things might be good now and things may have been good i don't know in 1994 or 95 but seasons change but the lord remains and as the faithful we have to rise up and say blessed be your name lord we have to attend and it's in doing that that we receive and um i i think that's where i i really hesitate when i when i get super event based i Mm -hmm. think that cannot ever become the focus of the church when events take over we uh, we've lost something, right? So.
0: Right. There's there's certainly a balance to be found between the two. There's, and then there's nothing wrong with you know enjoying and, and filling your cup with an event like that. But it, like you said, Dave, it is so important to um, to uh, know the reason of worship. It is not for your feel good part even though like the 635 is you know is a rally of sorts to get yeah. uh, the the uh, to get christians to get catholics excited about going out into the world like the purpose of that is not for your own feel good yeah. nature yeah. it is for the glorification of god and it is for the service of of others for for our neighbor yeah and i'd like to even take it a step further you know if if uh you
2: know at the pines you know I'm, I'm gonna bring it this summer on the basketball court <laughs> and you know what happens if i break my ankle you know i mean i i don't know that i could stand up on the 635 stage with a broken ankle so mm-hmm. you know uh i don't know where i was going with that i, know, I just leave really it all want to court. taunt the, the eighth graders <laughs>
0: so i'll leave it at that yeah <laughs> yeah yeah well I, I'm I'm glad we got such a you know a diverse perspective on it because uh, it's it's easy to get caught up in you know how what an exciting and what a joyful movement this event based stuff is but like you said John it all comes back down to uh, the, you know the worship of our Lord and and going when the homily not might not be understood or you know when it, when it's difficult it is about going in and loving the Lord with with all you have even when you're dragging a little bit
1: absolutely e- e- even yep. if it's the bottom of your cup and that's all you can give him it- it's worth it, it- it's going to be multiplied so while we
0: uh, while we start to close uh we've been doing a little bit of a or we did a little segment last time just what you've been watching and reading just kind of what we're um filling our cups with uh religious or otherwise um john do you want to kick us off what have, what have you been uh taking part in
1: you know, two things. Uh, I, I have this great forty-five-minute ride to work, and uh, I, 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 I love uh, several podcasts. Uh, one of them is uh, Catholic Bites. Uh, they're they're um, really short. Uh, the one I listened to today was on uh, St. Paul, Mickey, and Companions. And it's run by, actually part, partnered with uh, one of our former counselors, Sparrow, who's Anthony's brother, uh, Greg Gerhardt, Father Greg Gerhart, um and a priest in this diocese who comes out very often, Father George Eliot, who's just two dynamite priests. Uh, but bring in priests from all the country. Okay, so he, the funny thing he said was, you know, St. Paul, Mickey, and companions, he said, uh, you know, if you're gonna be a martyr, be the first one. Uh, so you're not labeled as companions, you know? You wanna get your name in there. If they're, if they're naming a church after you, you wanna be the first one. So uh, that that was Father Greg's advice to us uh, when listening to that one. Um, and then uh, uh, my wife and I are skipping around as many Netflix shows as we can. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not really sure. I, I have a horrible habit of falling asleep, like, five minutes into every episode. And then I wake up at the end and I'll say, oh, that was really good. And she's like, what well, was good? You weren't even watching it. So uh, the one I'm watching now is called Between. I don't know if you guys have been watching it. It's kind of cool. Like Everyone in this city dies that's over 22 years old. And it's it's sad and it's um, a little bit like Walking Dead, but it's, it's, it's kind of a cool show. At least the first two episodes have been. Dave, what have you been going through? Man, I've been reading a
2: lot of poetry Recently, yeah, and uh, I've been writing a lot um, the last week or so. You know, with being on the road um, and um, and whatnot, I've I've I feel like I've been kind of forced to dig into scripture more. Um, Lauren uh, brought this Lexio Divina guide home, and and that's been kind of something we've been like really really digging into recently. I. I have this, like, seasonal issue with digging into the Word of God. Like, there are some seasons that I'm, like, really solid. And there's other seasons that I'm, like, really bad. And I don't, like, open up my Bible every day. And so um, I've been, like, really trying to make a conscious effort. I had a, a friend of mine who was, like, kind of, like, inspiring me with my writing who said, you know, there was this, this moment in my life where I realized, like, if I wanted to walk with the Lord daily, like, part of that meant, like, digging into his word more. Mm-hmm. And and now in daily mass, like, we receive that word, right? But, like, like in the morning or the evening, like, taking that time. And so that's, that's kind of been something that I've been doing recently that has been really good for my songwriting. Um, and uh, it's been really good for my heart and really good for our marriage awesome that's where we're at
0: that's great yeah well you can find us on social media uh the pines is on instagram facebook and twitter instagram is at the pines catholic camp same within facebook twitter is at the pines camp dave uh where can they find you uh dave um
2: the website is under construction for the next three weeks so facebook.com slash dave music if you want to see anything before then? So. Yeah,
0: yeah, and we'll, we'll keep all the listeners up to date with the new album when that rolls out. So excited about that. I've heard the music. It's very, very good. And then uh, last little bit, uh, with the help of Sweet Pea, Krista, our development director, we're going to be starting a Linton Reflection series starting Ash Wednesday. So in the next couple weeks, you'll receive uh, some stuff on social media and our website with a way to sign up uh, for a list where we have someone different each day, um, uh, talk about the daily mass readings for the day. So this uh, this might be John, this might be Anne or Krista, Madeline, Lindsay, This could be Bishop Strickland. It could be Father Greg. Uh, could be Dave. Been Wal- like be lots of people associated with the Pines uh, giving you their take on the mass reading for the day. So stay tuned for that on the website and social media. And. Um, it's been great talking with you guys. Thank you for joining us, Dave. Absolutely. And John, thank you as always for taking
1: part. Hey, it's always fun. And it's only uh, about 10 days till pitchers and catchers report for spring training. So the Mets are going to become their, uh, begin their 2017 World Series run.
0: Okay. Thank you, John. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. We will catch you later. We'll see you next time on the Pines Panda Cast. Bye. Have
1: a great day, guys.